1: Go into the word, uh, and we start to use the book of Romans in chapter five. Romans chapter five, Romans chapter five, verse three to five. Romans chapter five, and verse three to five. Um, moreover, let us be full of joy. Let us exult and triumph in our troubles, and rejoice in our suffering, knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship, pressure and affliction and hardship produce patience and unswerving endurance and endurance fortitude. And endurance fortitude develops maturity of character. Approved faith and tried integrity and character of this sort produce the habit. Did you see that? The character and character of this sort produces the habit of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. Can I read this again? I think we need to read it again. It says, moreover, let us be full of joy now. Let us exalt and triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our suffering. Knowing that pleasure and affliction and hardship. Pleasure and affliction and hardship. Pleasure and affliction and hardship produce patience and unswerving endurance. And endurance fortitude develops maturity of character. And it defined character as approved faith and tried integrity. And character of this sort. So there's a character of a particular sort. Not all characters, but character of this sort produce the habit of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. Last week, I said, I've watched uh, pitifully how people self-sabotage themselves by seeking spiritual solution to character deficient issues, uh, and I said that sometimes you need character and not prayer. And many people may find this controversial, but sometimes you need character and not prayer. Many times we pray, we fast, and bind demons uh, that don't exist when our real demons are greatly are just are greatly. Flawed character. Character is destiny. Praying and binding demons is not really the main issue at times because most of the time it is not about prayer. It is about our character, and even in prayer, God wants to form our character. And I said last week that many of us, we need to be more concerned about our character than our reputation. Because character is what you really are, while reputation is what other people think about you. And I I I, I coined this word that reputation is Instagram. I'm just using it as a fun thing, please don't be offended. Uh, reputation is Instagram, while character is monogram. R- reputation is what people see on the world wide web. It's what you want them to see about you. But what you really are is the signature of your life, which is called a monogram. What did I say about character? I said character is doing right things when no one is looking. Your character is really your name. Do you do you know that when they mention your name, when they mention Talikwa, do you know you don't see the name Taliqua, You see some, either the image of Taliqua. Or you see what Talikwa has done. When I mention some certain names right now, and I'm not going to mention it because I need to be careful, but when you mention some dictator's name, you, you, the first thing that comes to you is what they have done than what they really are. It's not your looks that define you, that people will remember As much as your character. And sometimes you mention someone's name, you say, no, I don't really know that person. And then you say, oh, that person that did this. And then you say, oh, yes, I remember because your character is actually your name. Charisma attracts, but character sustains and gives staying power. And then I started, I said there are three ways, uh, in which your character is revealed, not your reputation. And the first thing I said is your tongue, through your tongue. The greatest test of a man's character is through his tongue. Your words are a mirror of your character. The tongue is the steering wheel of your life. And I, and I went to say on uh, that if you got a problem with your tongue, it is much serious than you think. You When you have a problem with your tongue, it's because there's a heart problem. A person with a harsh tongue has an angry heart. A person with a negative tongue has a fearful heart. A person with an overactive tongue has an unsettled heart. A person with a boasting tongue has an insecure heart. And a person with a filthy tongue has an impure heart. And a person who is critical at every single time has a bitter heart. So when you, when you allow God to deal with your heart, it changes your tongue and changes your character. Let's go to number two. Number two. Three ways the truth of your character is revealed. The first one is through your tongue. The second one I want to try to encourage you this morning because I'm both revealing it to you and telling you at the same time what you can do. is through your actions. The truth of your character is expressed through the choice of your actions and your behavior. Uh, you've got to listen to this carefully. It's going to blow your mind. Your actions actually reveal your character. Uh, Abigail uh, Van Boren said, the best index to a person's character is how he treats people who can't do him any good and how he treats people who can't fight back. So I want to give you some three subtitles of your character of your, and how your character is revealed in your action. Your behavior shows in your kindness your behavior shows in your kindness your behavior i'm going to repeat this again shows in your kindness this is three points on the number two the the way you treat people who can't do anything for you is a sure indication of your character You can easily judge the character of a man by how he treats those who can't do nothing for him. The way we treat people we think can't help or can't hurt us is a true indication of our character. Think about your housekeepers. Think about the waiters. Think about the secretaries. Sometimes think about your spouse. Think about your children. It tells us more about your character than how we treat people who we think are more important. Think about how you treat pastor compared to how you treat someone who is your leader. You know, many many people, they they become holy when they see pastor. If someone says, oh, can you do this for me? Oh, no, I'm too busy. If someone, if the musical director says, oh, can you help us sing a song this Sunday? Oh, I'm too busy. But if pastor picks up the phone and says, you know what? The speed of the Lord told me that you need to minister this Sunday. Okay, pastor, that is a flaw of character because from where I come from, um, uh, which is an offshoot of where my wife comes from originally, it's called eye service. I'm not sure if they use it here too. It's an eye service. When you see the pastor, you're there. When the pastor's around, you're in church. You're serving. You're protocoling. But if he's not there and he's an associate there, you seem to think, well, this is my time to rest. Because the way you treat people who can't do anything to you is a sure representation of your character. The way you, the husband, is treating your spouse, treating your wife, is a sure indication of your character. How do you really treat her? Because she's not working Because you're bringing in the bacon. Because you're bringing in the money. Therefore, at every single time she has to kneel down or has to think about how she can ask you for money for the sustenance of the home. And every single time you're shouting or you're screaming around, it's because you can, you can, you can do stuff to her that you can't do to your boss. But when you get to work, the same woman who is, who, who, who is at home is the same female that is your boss at work and then you're coming in in the morning and the next thing you're doing is you're buying her a coffee or tea from Costa. Which, if your wife says, can you please get me a cup of tea while I'm feeding this child, oh, why couldn't you get it before you started feeding the child? You know why? Because it's the flow of character. Because we're treating somebody the way we wouldn't treat them if they were in power. Your your faithfulness to someone depends on how much power or control they have over you. And many times it's a flaw. Many times we don't show kindness to people who we can't get anything out of them. Listen to me, wherever you go to, it could be it could be in a shop, it could be a waiter, it could be somebody who is serving you. How good are you to them? It, 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 it could be someone who is cleaning the floor. How good are you to them? It, it, it could be somebody who, who is even your mechanic. How good are you to them? How, how are you showing kindness to them? How are you showing kindness to their children? What are you doing to your own children? What are you doing to the people around you? It is a sure indication. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. When we talk about character, because many people are praying, but let me show you how prayers are not answered when character is flawed. You must learn to treat people with courtesy. The Shunammite woman, listen to me, the Shunammite woman in Second in, 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 in Kings chapter 4, verse 18 to 17, must have been praying for a child all her life. But, but, but by being hospitable to the man of God that she didn't really wanted to get anything from, from him she eventually got her much awaited miracle you got to listen to this it, it wasn't prayer that opened the door for her it was her character assuming she wasn't hospitable she would have missed a critical miracle in her life Rebecca must have been wondering and dreaming about her husband all her life. But her hospitality made the connection. Abraham was believing God for a child. But his hospitality in taking care of strangers was the thing that accelerated the miracle. The, 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 he didn't realize that he was, he was being hospitable to angels. And they said, this time, next Yeah, this time in nine months, Mary would have, or Sarah would have a child. (laughs) And Sarah laughed, laughed. Your miracle is just right behind the door. Actually, can I say this? Your miracle may be in the maid that is serving you in the house. Naaman would not have had a connection with the miracle if it wasn't good to the maid who was in our house Amen wouldn't have received his miracle if he didn't have the character of listening. He listened to his wife, who listened to the maid, who listened to the prophet, and who listened to his servants who were around him when they said, Go dip yourself in the water. That character of pride first appeared, and before you could say anything, they said to him, But if they had told you to go into a better water, would you have not done that? You know why they were able to speak to him? Because he had a character of of allowing people to come into his life. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to listen to me. Treat strangers with courtesy. Treat people with respect. Never look down on anybody. God can use anyone to change your story. Number two, behavior shows in your success. Behavior shows in your kindness. Behavior shows in your success. Let let me take a detour right now because many people may be thinking, Pastor, why are you not talking about this COVID nineteen, this thing? Why don't you give us words that can encourage us? I've done that, but that's not all that, that that Christianity is all about. God will take care of us, but you see, the major problem we're having is that many Christians are looking for a miracle that is tied up in their character and the church doesn't want to talk about character I'm not on, on, I'm not on YouTube, I'm not on Facebook I'm not on Instagram, I'm not on the website to become popular I'm there to be able to give you the word and many of my homies my G's and many of you lack character and the miracles are passing you day by day uh, your behavior sometimes is a hindrance to the move of God in your life and if I can change your mood which I preached for four weeks and then develop your character and shaped your life for the miracle that is coming then your dreams will be fulfilled then success will be guaranteed we've got to change we've got to change we can't keep playing charge your behavior shows in your kindness how you're kind to people. Be. your behavior shows in your success somebody says what does that mean the truth of your character is revealed when you have power Uh, 2nd Chronicles chapter 26, let's read that. 2nd Chronicles chapter 26 and verse 5. The Bible says this, this king, the Bible says he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Now let's go to the next verse. Uh, In verse 16, listen to what happened shortly after that. He says, but when he was strong, (laughs) ha, ha. When he got the car, when he bought the house, when he started a new job and got six figures, he couldn't attend band practice anymore. He decided he couldn't usher anymore. He decided that, oh, I can't attend that prayer meeting because I'm too busy. Listen, listen to what it says, but when he was strong, when he was very young, probably at the age of eight or nine, Zachariah was there for him, trying to bring him out. And trying to push him in the way of God, trying to preserve him from being killed by a wicked queen. But but, but 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 when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the on the altar of incense. And you know what happened? He became a leper. God was angry. He he said to 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 those who were with him. He said that pastor, he can't, can't, can't cancel me anymore. I'm I'm above that level. He's not, he's not operating at my level. You started from being a storekeeper. You started from seeking his counsel. You started from getting close to him and, and him or her trying to build you up. Now you're built up, you are beyond the level of the church. A pastor shouldn't be, maybe, may never be as rich as a congregation member. Because that's not what we're called to do. But that doesn't mean he's stupid. And listen to what happened. He treated everyone else with disdain because he now had power. In fact, when you read further the scriptures, you will find out that even the Zechariah, even even the prophet, I think one of the prophets that actually was there to help him, they got them killed. He killed them. He killed them. Many of us are killing our pastors, killing people, killing our our parents, killing those who are mentors around us by what we're saying. I've often said, listen to me, you can write this down. I've often said, That what would ultimately destroy a man going to high places in life is not really the enemy that are waiting for him there, but the character that followed him there. I'm going to repeat that. Maybe you missed it. It's often been said that what would ultimately destroy a man or a woman going to high places in life is not really the enemies that are waiting for him there, but the character that followed him there. No one is no 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 demon, no no parent, no in law is causing issues in your home. They're not the ones. It is your character that followed you into marriage. Ha! <laughs> ha! no 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 no, no, no there, there's no demon in your office. No. suddenly I got the promotion. All oh, hell broke loose. No, sometimes it's not the demon, it's the character. Before you married, how was you treating the man? Before you married, how were you treating the woman? But suddenly you, you are married now and everybody else becomes uh, an irritant. Do you know that Joseph's longevity was shown in the character of his forgiveness? He did not use his power to get revenge. So everyone be careful because your character is shown by how much money you have, by the position you have, by the fame you have. By the status you have. Because I'm believing God, you will be famous, you will have money, God will increase you, you will prosper. But how do I behave when I'm successful? How do I behave? A gift can make room for you and bring you before great men, but character will keep you before great men. Nobody can rise above the limitations of their character. Nobody. Nobody can rise above the limitations of their character. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. You've got to look at me carefully. Look at look, just, just look at me. You will never rise above the limitations of your character. Meaning, you can get to level 10. But where you're supposed to go is level 20. But you're limited at level 10 because of your character. But you think you're doing well. Huh. Knowledge will give you power. Character will give you respect. If you're single now, and you're married, you're now the head of the family. Now you treat the woman as if she's a slave. Headship, headship is service. Listen to me, write this down. The wealthy man is the man who is much. Not the one who has much. The wealthy person is the person who is much to people. Not the one who has much. Let me give you another one. Because your, uh, uh, because your character shows by your behavior. And behavior your behavior shows in your success. Your behavior shows in your kindness. And your behavior shows in your consensuousness. 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 What does the Bible say he made it very clear to us. He says in Proverbs 22:29, 29, He says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings and not before mere men. So listen to me. It is not prayer alone that brought the man before the king. It was his character of diligence. Ha. Thank you, Jesus. Diligence is the biblical road to prosperity. Proverbs 27, 23 to 24, the living Bible. He says, riches disappear fast. And the king's crown doesn't stay in the family forever. So watch your businesses. Watch your business interests closely. Know the state of your flock and your herds. The another verse says, be diligent to know the condition of your flock. Diligent. Prosperity is not a right. It doesn't come from piety or faith. It comes from hard work. Uh, Wastefulness is is an unattractive trait. Because it betrays an undisciplined mind. Respect your resources and they will respect you back. I'm talking about character and diligence. Many of you don't know where your money comes from. So many of you don't know where your money goes. Oh, if I go into finance right now, I, 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 I may be there forever. Even while you're at home, you're still not diligent with your finances. While you're home, you're, you're, you're on different kinds of, 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 of places. You're on different kinds of stores. You're on different kinds of stuff. The different kinds of things that sells their sales. sales, And you're spending money fast. I, I, I sat down with a young lady doing her finances. Said how much have you spent in leaking cash? And leaking cash doesn't actually mean you go to the till every single time. No. It's what you buy online. And she was shocked at how much money she spent over the last two months in this lockdown. He says, be diligent to know the state of your flock. Be diligent to know your finances. Be diligent to know the people around you. Be diligent to know about your home. Be diligent to know about your children. Be diligent to know about your business. Be diligent to know what God has called you to do. Be diligent. That 15 pounds you're spending every single month, week. That 15 pounds you're spending every single day adds up. 20 pounds, five hundred, hundred 100 times 4 weeks, 400, 400 times 10 months is 4,000 pounds. 4,000 pounds on food alone. 4,000 pounds just on lunch alone. 4,000 pounds just on stuff alone. And we're going back to work right now. And still, everywhere is closed down. This is a time good habits are built. Cook from home. How many shoes do you really want? A man, if you've got a black and a brown shoe, you're sorted. Where else are you looking for, green and blue? You're sorted. Why do you have to go on holidays every single week? Why do you have to go on holidays every single month? Is this not a time that if everything is shut down, you're supposed to look at your finances, if I can keep this, then I will be able to achieve great things as I go along. Wastefulness is an unattractive trait. And that's why somebody will hook up with somebody who is diligent in their finances and there's always a clash in the home. It's it's, it's, it's a character, character of conscientiousness. How diligent are you in your business? Many people are praying but they're lazy. Character of laziness compared to prayer. You wake up in the morning, you still haven't taken your bath till 4 p.m. in the evening. Because you are home. The the, the house is in a tip. The house is in a mess. You you say, well, nobody is coming to see me. No, if your house is untidy, it's a direct representation of what your mind is. If your car is dirty, if if there's McDonald's and and different kinds of stuff in, in, in the car, waitress or sins me all that packet in the car is a true reflection of how you are and if you're a woman and you're driving a car and a man comes and sits in the car it should be a sure indication of the man looking that is this where i'm going and if you're a woman and you're also walking to to his car or, or you see how he talks and how he treats his best <laughs> run run because unless they change themselves things won't change you have a health problem because there's a character of laziness. You're not exercising. We're trying the best, but still, oh, I'm tired this morning. There's no commitment. There's no diligence. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 4, listen to what it says. It says, lazy people want much, but get little while the diligence are prospering. He, 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 ha, you're like God has blessed you. Shut up. It's not God blessing them. The Bible says that I will bless the works of your hands. They're working. There are no jobs outside. Coronavirus is all over the place. Don't be stupid. Oops. Apologies. But don't be stupid. People are finding jobs. People are changing things. Things are working for them. Recently somebody told me, Oh, I I, I actually got a a, a loan, 25,000. I got a loan, 30,000. Loans from the government they're issuing it out for your business to improve your business or do whatever you need to do with it zero percent interest for one year 2.5 percent interest for the next five years somebody can make something out of that 2.5 for five years that deal won't come back again and here you are there's nothing the bible says a lazy man always talks about the lion that's in the streets Proverbs 13 verse 4 says, The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Lazy people are prone to sleep excessively. Sometimes we give credit to depression. Some can I shutter. Uh, uh, don't kill me now. Can, can I give you the truth? Let me give somebody the truth. It may help somebody. You may you may come against me right now, but it will help somebody because sometimes we give credit to depression. For what the Bible simply calls laziness. Lazy people will sometimes allow even the love in their marriage to sputter, to splutter, because they won't take time to make the effort to do the necessary work to keep that love alive. A lazy person will not take the time to try to understand the problems, walk through the hardship find solution and rekindle the joy in their relationships, in their marriage. A lazy single person won't, won't try to look at things in their lives and, and see what I can do. I might probably wake up in the morning and allocate two hours in the morning just to write my book. I allocate two hours just to strategize for the next place I'm going. A lazy person uh, who is single will not, will not network with others. People are getting into relationships, even in this COVID-19. You won't network. You won't ask other people. Your brother, sister, uncle has friends that are Christians and great. But we're just lazy. God, let them come. Let her come. And then when she even comes, you are the man, you say, "I, I, I come from Africa. In Africa, women do this. Shut up, man. Get to work. Work on it. Nothing comes for free. There's no relationship, you see, that hasn't gone through tough times. There's no business that hasn't gone through tough times. Many lazy people, they find it easier to take the wide road and opt out of their personal responsibility. What am I teaching this this season? I'm teaching that I'm fed up of people praying, but they're not backing it up with good character. Your behavior is a hindrance. Your behaviors are hinders to showing kindness. Your behaviors are hinders because you're successful. Your behaviors are hinders because you're not diligent. Let me give you number three. We will have to close there. And next week, I'm going to teach you how do we improve our character. Number three: How is your character revealed? The last thing I will talk about is through adversity. Through adversity. I said when I began this message last week, I said God's goal is building character in us even in the storm. Character is built in the storm, not through prayer alone. Character is built in the storm, not through prayer alone. And somebody is looking at me and saying, Pastor, don't you believe in prayer anymore? Oh yes I do and I do pray. But I also do recognize that in my prayer and through the scriptures we've read, God builds character. He teaches us what to do, not just gives us the solution. And the solution may be in how you need to know how to speak. Your solution is how you need to take care of someone else. Your solution is how do I handle things through adversity. It is one thing to have a bad day. Listen to me. Let me calm down now. Calm down, pastor. Calm down. It is one thing to have a bad day. But yet, yet another to fall on tough times. There are days... When it's hard to get out of bed. Not knowing if you're going to be able to make it through the day. And I know that there are days when the world feels like it's crumbling around you. And you've been hit by a truck by the time you go to bed at night. I know there are days like that. But yet, I need to say this. These are the times that shape character. And show what you're made of. Joseph's character was forged in prison and in his servitude towards Potiphar's wife. David's character was forged running over the hills and the mountains around Jerusalem. His character was forged there because even after that, he was still fighting the war for Saul. In fact, he met Saul. When Saul was defenceless and everyone around him says, kill him. And he says, I will not put my hands against the anointed of God. That That wasn't something that was done only in prayer. That was something that was done in his character. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying right now? It's very important because many people are missing out of God because they have refused to develop character in adversity. They think adversity will not come. We, we 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 need to remember that circumstances don't make a person. Circumstances don't make a person. They reveal a person. Hard times reveal your true character and those around you. It, what happens to you when things are squeezed? Because what comes out of an orange when it's squeezed is the orange juice. What comes out of lemon is lemon juice. Lemon juice won't come out of orange. It's what it comes out of you when you're squeezed is what is on the inside of you. Because Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10 says, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Let me encourage you this morning as I close. Tough times don't last. But we've heard that tough people do. Out of your greatest test comes your greatest testimony. The struggles you're in today is developing the strength you need for your tomorrow. Don't give up. Maybe they followed you. Maybe you've lost it up, But don't give up. George Patton says the test of success is not what you do when you're on top. Success is how high you bounce back when you hit rock bottom. That's what success is. Check about, check out all the successful people in life. They've hit rock bottom, but they know how to bounce back. When, 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 when Einstein was doing doing the light, his whole entire warehouse burns down, and he looked at it and he laughed, and everyone around him started to ask him, "Why are you laughing?" He says, "Well." He just taught us how to start afresh. He bounced back. In the film, Rocky Babao, think it was four, five, or six. Don't know. He said to his son, Life is not about how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep still moving forward. It's not how, how hard you can hit, but it's how hard they can hit you and you can still move forward. Many people, they hit and they get into depression. And I'm telling you, you've got to get out of it. Because James chapter 1 verse 12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial. Because having stood the test... That person will receive the crown. You are not receiving no crown if you don't if you don't stand the test. It says receive the. uh, That person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love Him. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test. Yes, we're in unprecedented times but greatness is being developed within you. Yes, you're cooked up at home with your children, but greatness is being developed within your children as you're with them. Yes, you're by yourself alone in your flat that you bought or or, or on the 19th floor of a council property, but yes, character is being forged on the inside of you because how you go through this adversity will teach you for the next way you're going. The season of your adversity, listen to me ladies and gentlemen, it will end And when it does, you will glean from the wisdom to build a better future. Sometimes, our greatest blessing comes from your most negative circumstance. Believe in yourself. Listen to me. This will pass. Be strong. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't lower your standards. And above all, don't quit. You are better than that you owe it to yourself to overcome the problem. Don't. Lower your standards. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't just settle for anyone. Don't say, oh, during this COVID, I was single, I'm never going to be in that position. And any fool that comes, you accept him. Any lady that comes, you accept her. Any job that comes, you accept. Don't lower your standards. Don't compromise Don't leave God behind. This will surely pass. And when it passes we will come out. Smelling with the glory of God. Because having gone through fire. God was the fourth man there. And I'm sure you will be blessed. In all that you do. So character. Is your destiny. Character. is your name. Character. Is what will set you high above. Your contemporaries. You've got to listen to me now. Pray, but in your prayer, say, God, forge my character. Adversity is not supposed to kill you. It's supposed to be able to forge your character to bring you to a great place. Your character was revealed by what you say, your tongue. Your character is revealed by your behavior. Behavior in how you treat people. Behavior when you're successful. Behavior in your diligence character is revealed in how you handle adversity bow your head
0: you've been listening to Ty Adashugba pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church we hope you enjoyed this message for further inquiries visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk alternatively call us on 20 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.